Hi, and welcome to the LDV podcast. I'm David Maldo, and today I want to share some highlights of a session I recently presented at Infocom in Orlando in partnership with the IMCCA. The session is about APIs and apps, the building blocks of advanced productivity. A video of the full session is available as well on our YouTube channel. Hope you enjoy. APIs are not so complicated. Uh, the last few days of the show, I've been preparing for this. I've been asking everyone about APIs, and I feel like there's two groups of people here at Infocom. There's people who get it and say, oh, let me tell you what my company's doing with the APIs. I'm very excited. And there's people who see it as this scary programmer stuff, and they, they kind of fake it. Oh, a APIs, yeah, APIs are very important. We can all understand APIs. It's very simple. What is an API? Well, it stands for Application Programming Interface, and I want to focus on the last word, interface. It's a way to talk to software. There's really two ways that we care about. One is the graphic user interface, and I think of that as the people's interface, the human interface. When we go to Facebook, or Word, or Chrome, or World of Warcraft, or any program, we're not looking at the millions of lines of code that make the program. We're looking at pretty graphics, and we get our information by looking at the screen, and we interface, we give information to the program by clicking on buttons and typing information. That's the way most of us deal with programs. Now, an API is very similar, but instead of a way for people to talk to programs, it's a way for programs to talk to each other. That's really all it is. Examples from the consumer world, and this isn't our universe, this isn't collaboration, but I'm hoping just to, to use these common examples to see how it all works. And I want you to think as I go through these, how these same dynamics can be used to connect our collaboration tools. So a very easy, obvious one is QuickBooks. When I log into QuickBooks, I hit the sync button, and it syncs with my bank account at Bank of America. Now, how is it doing that? Do you think all the banks in the world download their entire database to QuickBooks? Do you think QuickBooks has a server with everyone's financial information? Of course not. The banks would never allow that. What QuickBooks is doing, it's the same thing that I do when I check my bank account. I go to bankofamerica.com, I log in, and I check my account. And when I use QuickBooks, QuickBooks does the same thing. It uses an API to log into Bank of America's website and check my account. Now, the next one I'm really excited about because it shows something different. For the most part, when we talk about APIs, I'm talking about programs sharing information with each other. But a powerful way to use APIs is to add functionality to one program through another one. And YouTube is an example that we can all understand. Now, I have a website, let's do video.com. And I write articles, and I make videos, and I put them up there. Plenty of videos on my site. Now, if I wanted to do that without APIs, how would I do that? Well, I would hire developers, pay them millions of dollars to write millions and millions of lines of code to create a video engine for me. I could do that. Kind of hard as a startup, but I could do that. Or there's video engines I can buy out there. I could pay money to a service download their software, millions of lines of code, install it in my website, and have my proprietary video player. Again, expensive, clunky, and then I have to do all the work. I have to host the videos on my server. I have to stream them through my bandwidth. It's a lot of things I don't want to deal with. So what do I do? I use YouTube, and I use their APIs, and it isn't hard. It's a little line of code, a little snippet. I put it in my article, 
and it opens up a little window right in the middle of the article, you've all seen this, and people can watch the video. And I don't have to install the software on my service, I don't have to host the videos, I don't have to stream them, none of that. Google, owns YouTube, they're doing all the work for me. I just put in a line of code. That's the power of APIs. So the first business model is free. And the first example, a very big example, and I mentioned it before, logging into Facebook, logging into Netflix with Facebook. And on the left, you'll see the basic sign-in widget that you're used to with a little login to Facebook button or, or link. So instead of creating an account, having to remember another password, you click that button. And when I first saw this years ago, I said, well, Facebook has billions of dollars, Netflix has billions of dollars. Sure, they got the developers together. It probably was really complicated, a lot of code to make this work. But no, I went to the Facebook developer page, and anyone can find this, and you see on the right here, well, I guess your left, stage right, it's just a few lines of code. And you put that into your website, and it creates it for you. It's very easy. A little configuration involved, but not too bad. And that's what most APIs look like. Very easy to work with, and then you get your widget. Now, before this session, I briefed with Zoom, and BlueJeans, and Videxio, and Video, and a few others to ask them how they're working with their APIs. And what they're doing is they're providing their service through APIs. For example, if I wanted to be, let's say I wanted to own a video conferencing company. Let's do videos my, my company, so LDV Video. And I want to sell accounts for $10 a month. Well, I can create a video engine, hire developers, spend tens of millions of dollars, maybe find some tall Norwegians and pay them $700 million for a new bridge. Well, someone's already done that. Or I could just use APIs. So the APIs allow me to create my management engine, my account engine, my payment engine so I could deal with my customers. And the embedded video is controlled by or is powered by these cloud companies. I'm not streaming it, I'm not hosting it, I don't have the servers that are running it. They're doing the work for me, and I'm selling it to my customers, and they're charging me either per the minute or, or whatever the business model is.